So hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Turn 5 podcast where we will be reviewing the United States Grand Prix from Circuit of the Americas. For those of you who somehow haven't heard as well, there were two disqualifications after this race. Uh, We will come to that, but for now, you're... Weekend review, please, Richard. Uh, cracking highlights, Gromit. Ben? Um, uh, decent. It was alright. Um, for me, the dull sprint, decent race. Yeah. I think... I was really excited for the sprint at Kota. Because it usually gives us good races, but that one can just firmly get in the bin. Is that because there weren't any pit stops because it's sprint and therefore strategy kind of goes out the window and it's just to make the tyres last? Perhaps, but there was just there was no action on track either. After like the first lap, everyone just went cool. We'll just sit here. Yeah. It was um, really dumb. It's possibly one of the worst sprints we've had. Don't know. I think that's like just the, the part of a sprint races, really. No, because we've had some good sprints. Yeah, but then we've also had yeah. similar sprints. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, and we Kota sprint sprints like now as well. I'd say sprints are more like they are in Kota than they are decent like Brazil. Mm. Qatar's sprint was decent, to be fair. Yeah, but then you have Azerbaijan sprint. You don't even remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we was. couldn't even remember we'd been there. Yeah. That's a good point. But to be fair, this year's Azerbaijan Grand Prix was pretty the last, the last few have been. Yeah. Um, while many circuits have improved with these new cars, Azerbaijan has not. Um, to put it plainly. But we're not here to talk about Azerbaijan, we're here to talk about Kota. And let's get into it. Um, practice one, I missed it. I was at work. Anything of note? I know um, Stroll Lance Stroll broke down after like three laps. Yeah, break issues, and then that's about it. Yeah, I mean Aston Martin had a bit of a a bit of a, a really weird weekend by virtue of the fact that they had both cars in the garage in P one to check over the issues. Fernando got sent back out and managed to actually get some decent amount of running in. But Lance got the grand total of, I think it was five laps. Um, qualifying, they were both knocked out in Q1. Um, sprint shootout was a bit better, but nothing major. And then they both started in the pit lane on Sunday's race and were both on course for a points finish until Fernando had to retire with suspension damage, I think it was. I think that's what they said. Um, but still, that meant Lance finished P9 from a pit lane start. 
Which is good. And that's since been upgraded to P7 from a pit lane start. Yes. Um, this is first point since the summer break. <sighs> yeah. That's pretty tragic. But there you have it. Yeah. Um, anyone else really to single out? Obviously, we may as well just single out Leclerc and Hamilton now, both disqualified freshers with the rear plank. Um, I think it was Bernie Collins did make a good point on Twitter about this, of that they only tested four cars for that issue, and there was a 50% failure rate. You would have to wonder if they checked all 20, how many would actually be compliant with the regulations. Yeah, um, it's one of those ones where if you find a failure, do you then, does the technical delegate then get, go to the FIA and say, look, we've had this many failures, can we just check the rest of them? Um, But, I don't know. I think if you have... If you have like fifty percent as we did, that is probably a good reason to go. Look, can we look at this on the rest of the cars? Yeah. Because if in like fifteen of the twenty cars have the same issue, they're not going to disqualify all fifteen. I mean, they should. I mean, they should. They should. It'd be so funny. The the rules. Um, the rules are the rules. True. Uh, there. But let's be honest. This is the Formula One stewards. Yeah, the rules are the not always the rules. Hey, the stewards are the stewards. It's the the race control that was the issue. Oh, I'm more talking about Singapore, for instance. Oh, okay. I'm talking where about... they just went impeding. Um. Yeah, and the fact they say you must do your warm up lap in qualifying. Yeah, you, know, you must do a certain time. No, you haven't done that. Yet. <laughs> it's fine. Carry on. Just, just, yeah, just don't do it again. Do it again. Well, just don't do it another time. Do it again. Well, fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's the Formula One stewards. They're not yeah. going to. They're not going to disqualify fifteen cars. They should, but they're not going to. Um. So yeah, it would have been interesting to see that be checked on the other cars. But we don't work like that. So, to be fair, it's it's a standard penalty. You breach the technical regulations, you get disqualified. That's how it works. Yeah. So nothing really to complain about. Yeah, that was the minimum and the maximum in terms of penalty for yeah. it. So, there is no leeway on that. Technical regs are technical regs. There's no sporting guidelines to go, oh, well, he kind of didn't mean to do this. It's it's a measurement. There's no arguing yeah. with it. So, um, the other side of it is that fifty percent of the cars that were checked were compliant. Mm. So it's it's not a universal issue. We don't know how widespread it was, but at the same time, we know that at least two of the cars that were checked were capable of not going under the the minimum wear on their plank and i've seen i've seen photos of like the cars bottoming out and the sparks coming off the mercedes are about seven times bigger 
then the sparks coming off the Ferrari, and then there's no sparks coming off the Red Bull. So... Yeah, I've seen those photos as well. Obviously, that does come with the caveat of it all depends on exactly when that photo was taken, if they had from the a slightly ones, different line and stuff. From the yeah. ones that I saw, it was a pretty static yeah. camera, so... Mm. But even then, like, different yeah. laps and stuff will give you different results there. Yeah, um, like, if, if the Lewis I, no, photo I totally was taken... The if the Lewis photo was taken on, like, lap three, he's going to be full of fuel and he's going to hit the ground harder than exactly. if the Leclerc photo was taken on lap 48 and, you know, he's got nothing left in the tank. So... Yeah. There's, there's all sorts of mitigations, but at the same time, the, the, the results speak for themselves oh yeah no absolutely um and as i say there's no contesting it it's an unfortunate end to what was a good weekend particularly for mercedes and lewis hamilton um but it is what it is uh we expected these things it does massively help red bull who are likely now to wrap up that one two in the driver's championship um because before the disqualification that was looking pretty iffy. I think it was down to what, 19 points mm. between the two. Um, that'll obviously be back up to about 40 now. 39. Um, so, 39, yeah. So, barring a Checo DNF. Wow. Um, That's which not out of the question. Yeah, which isn't out of the question. Um, then I think it's safe to say that is probably done now with four rounds to go. Because hey, yes, it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, swing. yeah. I think can happen is Checo Perez. But yeah, you need a forty-point swing now with two rounds. Goes for the home hey, race. Four rounds, sorry. Goes for the home race heroics. Ends in tragedy. No heroics into Sandoval, please. Um, and he's got Brazil. You know, he gets a, at least first or second, Lewis at Brazil. Yeah, so, true. That could be nearly 20 points on him. Mm. And but it's then, yeah, as long as... Oh. <laughs> as long as... As long as Checo scores decent points, though. Like, he's not going to yeah, get overtaken. Uh, where did he finish at US? Even at US. Where was he? He was fourth. Isn't he now fourth? Yeah. So he was sixth as well as qualifications. Exactly. Was he no? He was fifth because he was ahead of Charles because Charles was sixth. Yeah. Because Charles wasn't converted... Charles seventh. No, Charles converted a P one to P six to disqualification. George was like um, P one to P twenty. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Usually, while. usually it's a last to first challenge. Charles was doing a first to last. First to disqualify. Yeah, it like... It's not even last. Yeah. There was like three laps left, and George was like ten seconds behind Charles or something. <laughs> and then by, by the end of the race, he's three tenths of him. Um, speaking of the race, if Mercedes didn't mess up that Hamilton pit stop, I think he probably crosses the line P one. I know, obviously, it doesn't matter uh, with him being disqualified, but that would have been even more dangerous um, if it was. Yeah, I think. Yeah. The stopping late on the first stop, I think, is what sort of cost the little battle. I think they just left him out a lap mm. or two too late. Then he did also have a slow stop in yeah. one of them, I believe. He lost, it might have been in the first stop, he lost about like a second or so. Mm. 
And then um, have like seven seconds behind Verstappen and Norris and all. Yep, Norris's time will come. That was a good start from him uh, to get into P1. And then... I want it now! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, speaking of starts, can we talk about Verstappen's start in the sprint? Robust defence. <laughs> Enjoy your Forcing another driver off the track? I'd have to see how far alongside Charles was to be able to actually say that. I don't but, think no, he but was it's on a alongside, alongside. Um, but he didn't really have anywhere to go because if he breaks, he's going into other cars. Yeah, it's on a straight. He, he should have been given room. It was very aggressive. Oh, and everyone just seemed to go, eh. Uh, lap one, isn't so it? Otherwise, you're just like, that is a bit stupid, though, isn't it? So, voice first place and just squeeze off second on a straight into the grass and be like, Yeah, that's fine, whatever. First lap in it, <laughs> that one turn one incident. <laughs> you're not even at that turn, turn one, one. Before yeah, exactly. Turn one's even exactly. If they make if they make mitigations as far as turn one, then anything up to that point's got to be fair game, right? No, <laughs> because remember, George got penalised at this circuit last year for a turn one incident. Yeah, but that's yeah, because that he was, was incredibly <laughs> dumb. Yeah. So was that from Max? Because very no, easily that was out the race. Dumb. That was tactical. Yeah, Max knew what he was doing. It wasn't stupid. Um, but yeah, it was it was very aggressive. If definitely on the line. If not, I wouldn't say it was slightly over because it, it didn't even get investigated. So the FIA didn't get one bit. <laughs> yeah, but this is the FIA we're talking about. Yeah. They just... They're sleeping at that point. They've not woke up yet. There's been no track limits infringements. That's because they just painted oh, the line sticker. Yeah, Charles did cross the white line, so you could say that was a track limit <laughs> infringement. But I don't... How would you penalise that? Because I feel like if you give Max a five-second penalty for that, I feel like that's too harsh. Yeah. But then... Black and white flag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah, a black and white flag for unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. But then yeah, again, the standard penalty for forcing another driver off the track is a five-second time penalty. Well, normally you give the place back, didn't you? Or it's five seconds. Well, you give the place back if you overtake off the circuit. If you yeah. force someone else off the circuit, <coughs> then... Anyway, um, mm. it was it was on the line. Let's see. On the line. Um, any other major points to talk about? Well, Logan from the sprint... Oh, yeah, sprint, Logan Sargent no. first points. Um, congrats. From the sprint, George overtook Albon, I think it was, off the track. Uh, Piastri. Yeah. Astri. Yeah, that was off the track as well. That was yeah. Stonewall. Like, the fact that they were oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, we think he pushed you off. It's like, watch yeah. the replay. You're <laughs> yeah. not even alongside <laughs> the car. Like, your front wing hasn't even met the rear wheel yet, and you're trying to claim you were forced wide. Like, just no. 
is like I can understand why George went out there yeah. to avoid a collision, but just give the place back. Yeah, just give it back. Like it was easily leaving the track and gaining an advantage. Um, and then Gasly got in the way, so he couldn't give it back. Yep. Did he actually lose any places? Uh, yeah, to Gasly. Oh yeah, he lost one. Yeah. Gasly so, said thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that extra world championship point. <laughs> thank you. Um, and that was about it for the sprint, to be honest. Nothing else really happened. Oh, yeah. Saints the Astray played bumper cars on lap one. <laughs> Yeah, but that was Carlos, wasn't it? Carlos just ignored that Piastri was there. Yeah. Got away with it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because it was... I think it was only wheel contact. Yeah, right off the start. Mm. It was... I think it was a little bit of wheel, a little bit of side pod, but nothing major. Um, Uh, A bit of wing damage, I think, for Piastri as well. Unlike Sunday. (laughs) Piastri's not had a good weekend of it. No. Absolutely clouted by yeah. Ocon. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. But... Um Oh well. The McLaren is turning into a bit of a rocket ship for now. Um so there's always next weekend. In what, you think McLaren can have a chance in Mexico. Oh no, I just more mean for points. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Man. Like decent points. I want to win um, them. I don't care for decent points anymore. Well, Even at the start of the year, be like, "Yeah, cool, you can have all of these podiums." I want to win. <laughs> you've got Vegas because that's almost a like complete You're unknown. Not win at Vegas. Uh, and you've got Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi and Brazil. No, Brazil's two. Brazil's the Mercedes track. That's yeah, that's the that rule. Doesn't... They'll win there. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah, double DNF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They take each other out. My God, who's the one? <laughs> um, but well, anything could happen in Vegas because we we generally just don't know yet what it'll be like. Yeah, but it, it's very straight line, though, isn't it? In the start, mm. it is very. There is the very long straight um, at the Sector 2 timing line. Um, but it's a street circuit, and there is a lot of corners that could catch people out, um, judging by how it plays in the game. So there might be chaos. We'll see. We will, we will indeed. Um, unlike the last time we got a new street circuit added to the calendar, Vietnam... Yeah, uh, we will yikes. actually see Vegas. Um, Vietnam was awful, though. On the oh, it was a horrendous. <laughs> so it was bad. a horrendous circuit. The last sector. Um, what was that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel sorry for the people who started building the circuit only for his never to go there. It's when it shows up on like a Formula One geo-guesser. I'm like, oh yes, this must be Singapore, Vietnam. Oh, that explains a lot. (laughs) Um, In fact, I actually think I put it as Azerbaijan once as well. Um, Just because it was... 
I, I didn't recognise it, so I took a guess. Oh my god. Um, there's only so many street circuits to choose from. <laughs> Just every street circuit. Singapore. <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> One of them will be right. <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Australia. No, Singapore. <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> um, anything major else? from the race that we need to cover or shall we um, discuss Yuki got the fastest results? lap which was incredible uh, third only Japanese driver to secure it I think it was mm. behind Takumi Sato and someone this else probably Kobayashi my gut instinct says Kobayashi but I don't want to say Kobayashi the only two Japanese drivers we know that have been in F1 <laughs> It is Kobayashi. It's Satoru Nakajima, Kamui Kobayashi, and Yuki Tsunoda. There you go. Nakajima in the 1989 Australian Grand Prix, Kobayashi in the 2012 Chinese Grand Prix, and then Tsunoda, obviously, in the United States Grand Prix this year. Um, so yeah, congrats to Tsunoda. Did he finish top 10? Did he get the extra yeah, point? Mm -hmm. he's... Untrack, he was 10 for the time, but obviously there's so eight qualifications. Yeah. I get how they use Daniel as well, AlphaTauri. Just on like lap 40 or whatever, they just pit him for softs. And he just pops in with the fastest lap from like, what's he doing there? <laughs> it's almost like they use Daniel as a test to see if they could get fastest lap. And then they're like, oh, we can. <laughs> nice. You <laughs> can. <laughs> Um, actually, sorry, speaking of Ricardo, this has made this pop into my head. The promoter didn't have a great weekend um, in Austin. Misspelling. The misspelling of Ricardo's name and just Felipe removing Drogovic. the <laughs> <laughs> That was banter. <laughs> Who needs Slard Stroll? Have Felipe Drogovic. <laughs> um, Oh, that, I couldn't believe it when I seen those pictures. I was like, huh? What's, what's going on here? It's Aston Martin telling us something about next year? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, so, yeah, Richard, prediction results, please. Prediction results, right. So, um, mm. Ben, Soz, mate, you came last this week. Uh, you Did got... Hamilton get into disqualified screwing me over more? Uh, you, you lost a grand total of one point from that. Okay. So, you would have tied last, but instead you are now just last. Yeah. Uh, so you got five points for correctly putting Verstappen to win the five points, I came last. Yeah. Rocking. I know, it was a good week this week. Uh, Verstappen to win the sprint, Verstappen P1, and Sainz in second gets you five points. Uh, Chris, you're second last with six. Uh, for correctly predicting Verstappen Norris 1 2. Uh, myself and Nia are both on seven points for, again, Verstappen Norris 1 2, but we said Verstappen would win the sprint. And Sonia has netted a tasty 16 points for getting <laughs> the entire podium correct and the sprint winner. 
Uh, nobody got the qualifying pole position correct, so the elusive 17th point remains at large. Um, all that said, I need to actually update the full standings because that's kind of thrown everything out of whack. <laughs> because I didn't expect anyone to get a good score this week. But there we go. Uh, um, bold predictions. Nobody got anything right. Woo! Talk us through them anyway. Ben said Stroll to get out of Q1. He didn't. Chris, you said no sprint DNFs. There was one. Uh, Nia said to Perez would finish P5 or higher in quali. He didn't. And I said Daniel Ricciardo would score points in the sprint and the race. And he scored in neither. We are dead to Perez qualify again. You've qualified ninth. Ninth, in yeah. The actual work. Oh, okay. I was like, because I remember we, we disputed the <laughs> P6 claim for Anita. So if it came P6, that would have been absolute scenes. <laughs> um, that's the only reason I checked. Uh, and lap down, showdown? Uh, no real winners this week. Uh, the correct answer was Danny Rick on 49, one lap down. Um, best we've got is Ben said 31 and was closest on that. And yeah. Ben, Chris, and myself all said one lap down. So Ben, you win. Wow. Yep. That's not really a win, is it? No. Um, <laughs> it's like anyway. saying you're the least. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how this whole podcast goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Mexico this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's time for some more predictions. Good news! It is not a sprint weekend. Simple. Normal format applies. There's only so, one more sprint left as well. Thank yeah. the Lord. Um, I'm actually waiting on the announcement for next year's sprints. <laughs> there will be 15 sprint races. <laughs> I think they've confirmed that there's going to be six again. They just haven't confirmed at which races. If and I don't know if... I'm going to be so annoyed. As I say, I don't know if I'm hoping for one at Silverstone or not. Um, Silverstone's because better without the sprint. Yeah. The Silverstone sprint was ass. But I kind of want to see another race. See, it's that kind of mentality that means we're yeah. just going to get more sprints yeah. and not better sprints. Yeah. <laughs> I only paid for one race if I get two even better. You get all the support um, races. Dude. What are you on about? Yeah. There's Porsche uh, Carrera yeah, Cup. Oh, yeah, Porsche Super Cup, yeah. No, it's Porsche Mobile 1 Super Cup at Silverstone. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, poll prediction, please, Ben. Verstappen. Richard. Verstappen. I will also say Verstappen, and I believe Nia also said Verstappen. As did Sonia. Fantastic. Podium, please, Richard. Uh, Verstappen, Sainz, Norris. Ben? Uh, Verstappen... Hamilton Steins again. 
I'm gonna go Verstappen, Hamilton, Norris. Which is exactly what Nia said. It is indeed. And Sonia said and... Verstappen, Norris, Russell. Mm. The bold predictions, please, Ben. Verstappen to beat Perez by 25 to 50 seconds. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say 25 points, Samuel, so you're just no, predicting Perez no, no, not no. to score points. <laughs> he has to beat Perez between 25 and 50 seconds. Interesting. Is that um, bold? I mean, it's very specific. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's why it's bold. Fair. It's I mean, really getting like a 25 second range. That's quite big. But what do you want to make this? Narrow your timing down a wee bit. By how many? 15 seconds. Have 15 seconds. Uh, right. 27 and 42. Very good, son. <laughs> this is now 26 seconds. 26.982. That'll be top uh, ones. Richard? Um, oh, the temptation to just do an ear and just be like, this team points. <laughs> Um, I mean, you've not done it this year, so mm. you'd get away with it. <laughs> I kind of want to say, like, double Williams points. Mm, two weeks in a row? Yeah. A, two weeks in a row would be unheard of, because B, it only happened for the first time this season last week. And it was yeah. Logan's first point, period. And he didn't actually okay. finish P10 on the road anyway, so... Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool. a loss, but, you know, it's bold. I'm going to go with Checo to last no more than 10 laps in the race. You just have the Mexican fans crying for the rest of the race. <laughs> no, you just hear <laughs> for the rest of the race. <laughs> it would be like Silverstone. God. Um, Nia hasn't given us a bold prediction, which means we get to choose. Lance Stroll to become the World Constructors Champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think ask me something that can feasibly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I've said that before. Ask me something that can. Right, my, my bad, my bad. Very um, slim chance, but... <laughs> uh... That would perhaps be if Nia doesn't submit a bold season prediction standard. next year. I love how nobody, like, clarified the fact that I said Constructors Champion. Well, Max Verstappen is, is essentially the, constructors the world's champion. Constructors yeah, Champion. this is true. So... This is very true. That's um... the way we would class it. Yeah. So let's say Lance Stroll to take out no less than three other drivers. Yeah, I was going to go Lance Stroll top five. Oh, no, two very different. Stroll taking out three drivers was unless we say Perez to take out three drivers. No, that's more likely to happen. Did you see the race in Japan? Yeah, that's why I said it was uh, the 
if you're not. Yeah, true. Okay, so stroll to stroll to bowl at least then, three drivers. <laughs> for double points, should we name the three drivers? Yeah. Okay. Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Alonso. Ooh, Bottas. <laughs> the, yeah, bowling, yeah. the, the bowling yeah. reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, cool. <coughs> right, lap down show now. And if he manages to take out more, we'll give me a bonus point for every single other driver. <laughs> sure. I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Um so four drivers. She gets two points. One for the prediction, one for the bonus. But if those four if drivers somehow... include if, yeah. if 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 he takes out so many drivers and all all three of the ones we include, we're doubling the total. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, and lap down, showdown time. Oh wait, I've not given my ball. No, I did. I did. You did. I did. Um, lap down, showdown. Uh, we'll just go with Nia first because I've got it in front of me. Uh, it's Sergeant lap thirty, one lap down. Um. How many laps is there in Mexico? 71. It's a, I was going to say it's a long one, isn't it? 71 laps, yeah. Uh, cool. So, Ben, please. Uh, I will go for Joe and lap 38, one lap. Richard? Uh, I've gone for Kevin Magnuson, lap 38, one lap. I'm gonna go. Hmm. I'm gonna go Bottas. Lap thirty-five, one. Okay. Uh, and it's time to nip back to Kota for a minute because there was actually quite a big milestone there. And that Formula One Academy made its Formula One debut. Um, next season, of course, all eight rounds will be in support of the Formula One Grand Prix. And there will be ten drivers supported by Formula One Academies, which means every Formula One team will have a livery on the grid. Um, which could make it quite confusing when keeping up with a team's championship, because you could have... Three drivers in one team, all with different liveries. You probably will. Hmm. But, I mean, that can happen in Formula 3 as well, so... You know. Yeah. Um, it gets confusing enough with all of the Red Bull livery drivers, so like, yeah, true. having only one Red Bull livery driver will make life slightly easier. <laughs> um. And, yeah, of course, that also means the good news is all rounds will be broadcast live uh, on your respective broadcasters. For us, it's Sky Sports F1. Um, first thing I want to touch on, that drum and bass remix of the Formula One theme that they played oh, uh, before yeah, oh, before I, the start was, was very good. Perhaps drum and bass wasn't the right way to describe it, but the slight remix was was pretty good. Um, it was nice to have a slightly different sound for a different series. Um, the only thing I would say, I thought it suffered from not having DRS. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. Because in, I've not seen all three races yet, but in the ones that I have seen, long trains started to form. That's... And you could see the benefit of DRS. Yeah, that's kind of the similarity um, with W Series there, wasn't it? So, mm. Especially with the length of lap times that they were doing. Mm. Um, like I think the fastest lap in race one was a two minute twenty something. Yeah. Um. So the laps were already pretty long. Like a twelve lap race lasted twenty eight minutes. Mm. Um. So, par- I know they're running Formula Four cars. I believe it is, and they don't have so, yeah. DRS. Um. But it might be something to look at for the future um but it's a new series um i look forward to seeing what it can do properly next year admittedly i've not followed it all that well this year because it has been quite difficult to follow um but with it all being on sky it should be a lot easier next year it means that we'll now that it'll it just properly <laughs> Yeah, it'll just get added to the list of recordings that I've got on the, on the box. Um, oh dear, see so if they do a weekend that's Formula One, Two, Three, and Formula One Academy, <laughs> my box will go from zero percent to full. What is all this? Why? I don't actually think that would be possible. I think there's too much racing then. I don't know because even even when we have F one, two, and three, there's still like Porsche Supercup. Yeah, at some rounds, so like just bin off Porsche Supercup and put F one Academy in its place, and suddenly it's fine. Yeah, but Porsche Supercup doesn't have as many sessions as F one Academy does. True, true. Because F one Academy has seven sessions. It's got two practice sessions, two qualifying sessions, and then three races. To be fair, the qualies are pretty much run back-to-back, though. Yeah, usually they are, yeah. Um, I think practice is as well, to be honest. Uh, I think there's Um, a bit of a gap in between them, isn't there? I don't think there was this weekend, but that may have been by virtue of the fact that it was a Formula One weekend. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it would be a very intense weekend. Which is a little bit of a reason why I'm glad they're not going to Silverstone because that would just be such a packed, like schedule. It would be unreal. Um, because we already know that Formula Two and Three are going. Obviously, Formula going. Porsche Super Cup will likely show up. Um, and then you've got all the other faff that they do at Silverstone as well, like classic cars, and um, that inevitably break down. <laughs> and bring out the red flags every time they take to the track. And I wonder if they'll decide to shoot more of the movie. We will see. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I look forward to seeing more from F1 Academy next year. But for now, join us next week for the review of the Mexican Grand Prix. But until then, try for now. <laughs>